breaking news tonight that Joe Biden has been found to have uh, illegally handled classified documents. That's the verdict of a special prosecutor appointed by the Department of Justice in the US who has found that Joe Biden did not handle those materials in a way that he was supposed to when he was vice president. That's pretty damning in and of itself. Of course, Donald Trump and his team and all uh, Biden's political opponents will leap on that as a sign of irresponsibility, although coming from Donald Trump in this area, a, a clear case of pot calling kettle black. But the bigger, I think the bigger damage in this ruling that could be done to Joe Biden is, I can't quite believe I'm reading this, is the conclusion by Special Prosecutor Robert Hur that while Joe Biden's actions posed a serious risk to national security, he won't face criminal charges because, quote, I'll, I'll quote you in full, Mr Biden would be likely to present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview of him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory. A special prosecutor concluding that his assessment of the serving US president, a man seeking re-election this November, was that he presented himself during an interview as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I mean, that is absolute manna from heaven for Donald Trump and his team, isn't it? He went on to say, and we'll get more details on this in a moment, that Joe Biden appeared to be hazy and forgetful when it came to pretty major events that had taken place during his time as vice president and since, including the death of his own son. And it begs the question, doesn't it? Is it time for Joe Biden to stand down? And is it, if it isn't time for Joe Biden to stand down, in his view, is it time for those around him to say, Mr. President, I'm sorry, for the good of the country and the good of this party, you need to go? You might think as a Donald Trump supporter that Joe Biden is unfit for president because of this or because of other reasons. But you might well think, as a Democrat supporter, as someone who is terrified of the prospect of Trump getting back in, that for the good of the country and the good of the world, Joe Biden needs to go. The Democrats need to find someone else to take on Donald Trump because if this is the way it's going to go for the next eight months, my goodness, we are in trouble. The Democrats are in trouble. Joe Biden is in trouble. 03456060973, the number to call. Is it time for Joe Biden to step down? Whether you support him, whether you support the Republicans and Donald Trump, your thoughts on that question in a moment. You can text 84850, message me on X at LBC or at Ben Kentish. Let's get more detail now from Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent. Simon, rarely you see a, a, a ruling from a special prosecutor like this. Hugely damning, isn't it, about Joe Biden and his presidency and oh, his suitability to carry on in that role. Good evening. Absolutely, Ben. This is a thunderbolt that has been uh, hurtled at the White House today. And, and, and by the way, I've got bad news for you. It's not eight months of the election campaign. It's nine oh, months. God help it's us, even Simon. longer. <laughs> that we, we have nine months of this. We have nine months of this ahead. Unless, of course, uh, Joe Biden does what privately 
lots and lots of Democrats would like him to do, which is to find a way of not running for re-election. Mm. And this report by Special Prosecutor Robert Hur, and just to go back, he is the Special Prosecutor appointed by Attorney General Merrick Garland to investigate Joe Biden's mm-hmm. mishandling of classified documents. The Attorney General, having concluded that this was too politically hot a potato for him and his team to be investigating, so he brought a special prosecutor in in exactly the same way as he brought another special prosecutor, Jack Smith, in to investigate Donald Trump's mishandling of classified documents. Well, Robert Hur delivers this report today, and as you said, it essentially says... Joe Biden did it. He mishandled the documents. There's no question about that. We can see the pictures of them stuffed into boxes in his garage at his Delaware home in his private residence. But we're not going to charge him with crimes because if we did, based on everything we've seen and based on the interviews that we conducted with him, he and his defence lawyers will go into court and say he simply forgot that he had them and his memory is so bad, his memory lapses are so consistent uh, that the prosecutor believes the jury would have bought that argument. (laughs) Now, they chart in this report a deterioration in Joe Biden's memory uh, over a five-year period because the first tapes they hear of Joe Biden when they start digging are conversations between uh, the now president Mm -hmm. and a ghostwriter who was preparing to write his uh, autobiography for him. Uh, And in those tapes... Uh, they uh, say that uh, Mr. Biden was speaking often painfully slowly. He was struggling to remember events and straining at times to read and relay his own notebook entries. But then they go on to say in his interview with our office, with the special prosecutor's office, which we now know took place last October, Mr. Biden's memory was worse. He did not remember when he was vice president. There was confusion about what year he he became vice president uh, in the Obama administration. He was vice president. What, what year he ceased to be vice president. And then they go on to say he did not remember, even within several years, when his son Bo died. His memory appeared hazy, and they indicate clearly in this report that matters have worsened over that five-year period since the first tape that they heard in 2017. Now, tonight... Joe Biden has reacted uh, to all of this without confronting the issue of his memory head on. But take a listen to what he told supporters in Virginia a couple of hours ago. Special counsel acknowledged I cooperated completely. I did not throw up any roadblocks. I sought no delays. In fact, I was so determined to give special counsel what they needed. I went forward with a five hour in-person interview over the two days of October the 9th, 8th and 9th last year, even though Israel had just been attacked by Hamas on the 7th. I was in the middle of handling an international crisis, but I was especially pleased to see the special counsel make clear the stark differences between this case and Donald Trump. Bottom line is the special counsel in my case decided against moving forward with any charges. And this matter is now closed. Except it's absolutely apparent that this matter is not now closed because it has really hit Joe Biden uh, in the worst possible way. It has surfaced 
and a now unavoidable conversation uh, about the president's mental acuity. And it comes at the end of a week, Ben, and we talked about this earlier in the week, when he has rambled, he has stumbled, he has uh, spoken about conversations that he claims that he had with German, former German Chancellor Helmut Kohl and former uh, French President Francois Mitterrand years after both of them died. He confused them with Angela Merkel and Emmanuel Macron, uh, respectively. Uh, this is now an unavoidable conversation that Democrats are going to have to have. Mm. Is he going to stay on the ticket running an, a re-election campaign or what are they going to do to get rid of him and replace him? Because the, the, the ruling about the classified documents is one thing. That would be damaging. It, it's fair to say, Simon, the really, really damaging thing is all the comments and the, the speculation about his memories. And that's far, far more dangerous for the Biden campaign than anything else in this ruling. Yes, well, Democrats are tonight circling the wagons and President Biden, in that appearance in Virginia, uh, in a sort of a throwaway line, uh, described the special prosecutor as a Republican. Right. And, and indeed, he was uh, served as a US attorney under uh, Donald Trump. Uh, and one of the reasons why Merrick Garland selected him was mm. because he wanted uh, to be demonstrable that this was going to be an independent investigation uh, and that it was completely uh, too hot a, po a potato for the Department of Justice to handle, given the fact that Merrick Garland himself was appointed by the president. But, you know, when, when Democrats say, well, he's a Republican, he's got it in for Donald Trump, well, if he had it in for, Donald, uh, for, for Joe Biden, well, if he had it in for Joe Biden, he would be bringing criminal charges against Joe Biden. Mm. I mean, it is an astonishing uh, document that... And, and we, the, the thing about it is, we've all seen it, right? I mean, you and I were talking about this two nights ago. Yep. We've yep. all seen the slowing of Joe Biden in office. And the biggest factor that is uh, depressing uh, voter enthusiasm and probably voter turnout for him in November is his advancing age. The fact that he thinks that he can stay in the Oval Office until he is 86 years of age mm -hmm. and demonstrably uh, he's slowing down. And this report, frankly, raises questions about whether he should even be in the Oval Office yeah. now. Yeah. How realistic a prospect is it, Simon, in your view, that there's always been speculation about this for some time, but that Joe Biden might now actually not end up being the Democratic candidate on that ballot come November? Well, I think they're in a terrible jam. I mean, you know, I think you and I discussed this late last year, the point at which Joe Biden would really have had to have abandoned his quest for mm. re-election was at some point between the Thanksgiving holiday here in late November and Christmas. And some of us thought maybe, you know, after the Thanksgiving holiday, they'll have had a rethink, but they didn't. And that was partly based on uh, uh, very uh, positive results for the Democrats in the off-year elections that took place last November. Uh, there's real complexity with changing horses now. The primary season is underway. Super Tuesday, the day that the uh, race essentially goes national for the two parties' presidential nominations. I mean, that's less than a month away. And and how does he do it? I mean, does he announce he's standing down but not endorse Vice President Kamala Harris? Because most Democrats don't think she can beat Donald mm. Trump. Does, does he wait until he is the presumed Democratic nominee? In other words, until after Super Tuesday, he's got delegates lined up. Doesn't have to wait until the convention, but after he's got the, the delegates in the in hand, 
he could, there is a theory that says that he could announce that he's rethought all of this, but he would then have to pick a successor. He'd have to say, I'm instructing my delegates to, instead at the convention, back Kamala Harris or Mm -hmm. Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, or Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. I mean, this is going to be, were he to do it at this late stage... An unbelievable mess and internecine warfare will break out within the party. So it's very, very difficult to see precisely how they get themselves out of this and very difficult to see how the White House crisis manages mm. this situation in the days ahead because because the language that's used in this special prosecutor's uh, ruling yeah. is, is devastating as far as the president's concerned. It's incredible. It's going to be an absolutely fascinating uh, nine months. I mean, just finally, I appreciate this isn't the main issue of the day, but the special prosecutor commenting in the way that he did about the president's age, the president's mental faculties, is there a sense that this was politicised, that this was perhaps overstepping his remit, overstepping the mark? Well, that's certainly what some Democrats are saying. As I say, they're circling the wagons and they insist that he's uh, gone over the top and uh, he didn't have criminal charges that he could bring against Joe Biden, but he wanted to have a pop at him anyway. Mm. Um, uh, And, 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 you know, that's that's a viewpoint that they uh, can justify uh, in their own minds. But, you know, this plays directly into Donald Trump's hands. You're absolutely right. We didn't think this was going to be the big story of Mm -hmm. the day. We thought the big story of the day was going to be the Supreme Court hearing that began today on whether Donald Trump uh, can actually run as a candidate for the presidency of the United States or whether he's disqualified under that insurrection clause of the Constitution. Every indication that the Supreme Court is going to keep him in the race, they seem very sceptical of the claims being made by his critics today. Mm. But this report by the special prosecutor plays directly into Donald Trump's hands. So the Trump campaign tonight put a statement out saying, if you are too senile to go on trial, you are too senile to be president of the United States. And this also allows Donald Trump to say, I've been telling you for months that my mental acuity is sharper than Joe Biden's. Mm And that's evident because my special prosecutor has charged me with crimes relating to the mishandling of classified documents. No one's come and said that I'm too forgetful to be charged, but the President of the United States isn't being charged because they think his memory's not up to it. Simon, God help us all, that's all I can say. Thank you. Simon Marks, fascinating as ever. Simon Marks is, of course, LBC's Washington correspondent.